Welcome back to the Chicago Tomahawk. I'm Mike, and today I'm doing a solo run. So bear with me, guys. The last two games that the Blackhawks have played have been uh, quite doozies, to be honest with you. I thought that they would have given Montreal a much more of a shellacking, but it seems that Montreal has the ability to get the the other team that they're playing to play down to their level. So, and, and to be honest with you, the Blackhawks have been pretty steady with playing at a at a specific tone. But it seemed a little different uh, against the against the Canadians, and um, and they uh, they ended up winning two to nothing. Really good news is Jonathan Taves finally scored. Yep, it was his first game of the se- It was his first goal of the season, and that's great news. But like I said, it seemed like the it seemed like the team was kind of playing down to the Canadians level. I think the Blackhawks are a much better team than the Canadians. Other than that, um, Mark Andre Fleury got his uh, 500th win. Ever, you know, we've we've um, the guy has 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 really you know he came to Chicago. It was really, really bad for a bit. He's getting some success here. I think that there's a lot more good things to come, especially with Marc-Andre Fleury maybe finding his stride a little bit, getting settled into the season, and, uh, and, and these guys seem to be playing for each other, which is, which is, which is absolutely great news. Um, the next game we played was against the Toronto Maple Leafs, and, you know, we're talking about a tale of who, well, I don't know what the heck was going on. Taser scored again. That's a two-game scoring streak. You know, I like the way that this is trending. But the next thing you know, it's 4-1. to one. And it's like, why do we put ourselves in this position? Why is it that we're, we're, we're ahead and then we, we open up the gates and then we let Toronto kind of you know, storm storm in for a little bit, and then after that, you know, it, it was it was almost as if, uh, you know, they brought in two different teams. You know, the Hawks looked really good in the in the second period, and you know they were they were all over Toronto, and and uh, to be honest with you, they looked like a really hard hard nosed playing team. We ended up tying it four to four. Hey. I believe we can win, you know, why not? And and uh, next thing you know, there's a a fluky bounce off of the off of the um you know, off of the boards. There's about a minute and so left and Lincoln and misplays it, goes right in front of the net and uh, Toronto scores. And it was really unfortunate because I think that the Hawks could really could have stolen that game. They had every right to lose, being down four to one. But they, um, but they stormed back. They could have done it, and uh, and it didn't happen. I think that would have been really great for morale. I think it would have been really great for the team to know that they could be down and come back and win. And um, I think it would have been really great for um for you know for Lincoln and to to kind of put him at ease a little bit but we lost um I I th- I don't think that Toronto is the juggernaut that they're supposed to be uh because uh 
I, I don't think that they have what it takes to take their their own team to the to the next level. I think that they have a boatload of talent, but I don't think that at like I don't think that the team has put it together so that they could take it to the next level as a team. Hey, it's just my take. That's how I feel about it, and uh, and that's where I'm gonna leave it. So, moving forward, how about that? Um, how about the play of 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 Haggle, Brandon Haggle? I'll tell you what. Just let me grab my drink really quick. This guy has been uh, phenomenal. I think that he's done a great job of. To be honest with you. He, he's I think that he's one of the top three players on the team you know you don't have to score 50 goals to be the MVP of the team I don't think I mean yeah sure that really really helps but when you've got a guy like Haggle who can score who can skate who can back check who can go into corners and win battles go into corners and and win multiple battles against the Toronto team uh, he set up a nice goal where he he won two battles in the corner, and then dropped it off for a for a nice uh, for a nice shot, and we got a goal off of it. It was it was incredible. I think that Brandon Hagel is uh, at one point five million is uh, might be might be underpaid. Uh, he's been scoring too. Uh, you know you know we we get production out of out of him for, from all ends of the ice, and I'm I'm really glad that we have him on the team, and I'm really glad that he has uh, he has I think found his place on the team. Uh, you know, looking at Dylan Strom, I think Strom has actually been playing better. He's not typically the type of guy to. You know, put 110% effort every single game, but it seems that he's been engaged. He's been uh, actually improved at the at the faceoff dot. I've seen that he's been winning um, more faceoffs, which is I think important to our team. Helps with the possession, and uh, I think that these little small wins will may help with his uh, with his confidence and hopefully uh, get him pushing to. Uh, t- t- to be even better, maybe relax. I like seeing him behind the net trying to dish the puck out to people. You know, that really helps. I think his playmaking needs to definitely needs, you know, a little sprucing up, I should say. But I, I think that there might be a little bit of uh, hope for Strom and definitely some hope that maybe we can get some trade value out of him. Uh, I think the cat has been really solid. He's been solid all year. Doesn't matter what line he plays on, he scores. He's back checking. He's even going into the corners, hitting people, uh, winning, winning, winning puck battles. Just a solid, solid guy. And it's really hard to imagine, uh, you know, imagine the Blackhawks without him. You know, where would they really be? Because he has really taken the reins on. Being the, I I think really the guy. You know, Kaner is, you know, you know, Kaner is the superstar. He's going to set up people, but that's his, that's his job. He's I think that he's a great setup man. Uh, you know, DeBrinket has really stepped up to be that sniper that we need, and it's really unfortunate that DeBrinket and doesn't have, 
you know, isn't getting any help from Kubalik because we could have two snipers on two different lines that can be putting um, that can be putting pucks in the net. And Kubalik has been had a rough, rough year trying to get out there and score goals. Um, he's he has been scoring recently, but uh, we need him to be we need him to be scoring more. You know, not not once every 15 games, but like I said recently, the past few games, he's had a. I would say in the last five games, he's had two or three goals, which is a huge improvement from what has been going on. But I would really, really like to see more. One thing that I don't like is the shuffling with Rockford. I understand that there's going to be some, you know, some illness and sickness and what have you, but. Bringing up Ian Mitchell, sending him back down. Bringing up Ian Mitchell, sending him back down. You know, that's not going to work. I mentioned it earlier. I, I, I think that these players, Bowden and Mitchell, that I'm talking about, really need seasoning. And they need to get used to the grind of the, of the NHL. And the best place for these guys to do that and to grow is in the AHL. I thought that maybe it was a Bowman thing where he would... You know, bring a guy up, send him back down, bring a guy up, send, send him back down. But Davidson seems to be doing the same thing. I don't know if he's working from Bowman's, you know, um, playbook or what have you. But uh, I, I don't like it. You know, they should stay there and leave them there. Ian Mitchell looks much better than he did last year. And you know what? He didn't look bad last year. I'm sure Bowden is, is looking good as well. We've got, uh, who else do we have down there? We have um, the German kid. Man, I cannot think of his name right now. But, uh, oh, Lucas Reichel. Lucas Reichel is uh, is looking really good down there as well. And it's really hard to to, to move a player and, and, and keep him in his groove and expect him to, you know, to produce it at, at, at a top level. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that there are some needs that we have, but I don't think that they, they trump. I, I, don't, I don't think that we are really trying to push for a Stanley Cup. I'm, I mean, unless if we are, then some different moves need to be made, you know, like not picking up Eric Gustafsson. Uh, but, um, but anyways, that is my take on that. Um, I, I think... I think that st- I still think that there is more going on in in the NHL. I think that there's a lot of things where uh, you know guys are aren't respecting each other, and I wonder if this is going to show up in the Olympics and which players are actually going to show up in the Olympics because I believe it was released um, yesterday that if you come down with COVID. At, at the Olympics that you're going to have a five-week quarantine. And that's absolutely incredible. How can you impose a five-week quarantine? And then you add on um, the, the practic, practic week, week and a half or t- two weeks of, of Olympic play uh, into it. You know, that's practically, you know, three, that's practically two months. So um, I think that's incredible. I wonder how the players are going to respond to that. Robin Lehner has already said that he will not be, he will not be representing his country. Um, Alex Petrangelo made a comment say, mentioning the, the time of the, of the quarantine saying, you know, that's a long time for me to be away from my family. And, and it really is, you know, I think that it's absolutely incredible that they would even 
I, I, I don't understand the purpose of this of this quarantine. I believe the NHL has until January 10th to pull out of the Olympics and not lose any money, uh, or they can they can just pull out at at, at the last minute. So um, so there's more information that's going to be coming out, uh, more information on that at least, and uh, and I'm really looking forward to seeing how it how it kind of transpires because that's absolutely incredible to me. I couldn't imagine, I couldn't imagine being in China for seven weeks uh, because uh, because I've got COVID, which is ironic because uh, you know where did COVID come from? So the Blackhawks didn't play last night. They're uh, they're match with Calgary was postponed because there's a COVID outbreak with, uh, with Calgary, which is, um, which is really unfortunate. So uh, that's going to be at a later time. I believe the Blackhawks next game is versus the Capitals on Wednesday. And that might be Nicholas Backstrom's first game back. So we'll have to see how that plays out. Uh, Nicholas Kudobin was uh, placed on waivers by the stars, uh, I was kind of surprised on that. You know, they were. It seemed like they were kind of holding out on on their goalies, and you know, they're kind of letting the farm go now. Uh, ben Bishop as uh, has retired as well. He's got an injury, and he has decided to uh, to retire. I think he has a degenerative knee injury, which is uh, which is incredibly unfortunate. Um, so. You know, this is pretty much where we're at right now. Um, it, it, it's, um, you know, the, 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 these are incredible times. It's, it's incredible how how COVID is really, you know, kind of, you know, shaping how the how the season is playing out. It, in, in a, I think in a bad way. You know, I, 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 I don't want guys getting uh, getting COVID. You know, but it it just spreads so fast whenever whenever a team gets it that it's. Uh, it's just it's just bad news. Um, looks like uh, Fabry signed a three-year contract with the Red Wings, and uh, the Flames have uh, they postponed actually they've postponed three games because of COVID, and uh, Blake Wheeler is out for for a few weeks with a knee injury. Liney is back at practice with Columbus, which is uh, which is good news. You know he's be having somewhat of a resurgent year. Um, you know, just like his personality seems to be coming out more. His um, he's been scoring, and uh, and I think that's really good. It's really good for him. It's really good for hockey. It's really good for Columbus. I'm hearing that he really likes it there in in Columbus, and uh, you can't really, uh, you know, you can't really blame a guy for that. So, um, so that's pretty much what I, we got for you today, guys. Um, there really hasn't been a ton. You know, the Blackhawks have only played. You know, that one game looks like they're going to play Wednesday. We're going to cover that on the next podcast. And uh, I'll give you a quick rundown here uh, of the standings in the uh, the standings of the, the Central Division. We've got Minnesota at top with uh, 39 points. And then Nashville right underneath, you know, like we said before, Nashville is, you know, that sneaky team. Uh, and it's it, you know they're just they're just always in the mix with 35 points. St. Louis with 35. So, uh, surprisingly, Columbus is uh, not Columbus. Colorado is down there at fourth with 34. Then we got Winnipeg, Dallas, and uh, Chicago, and Arizona. In the Pacific Division, we've got Anaheim, Calgary, Edmonton, 
um, Vegas, San Jose, the Kings, Vancouver, and Seattle. I was expecting the Kings to be higher. I, to be honest, I was expecting the Kings to be where Calgary is. And um, actually, yeah, I was. And uh, it looks like Edna, Anaheim and, Cal- and Calgary are at the top of that division, which is, um, you know, it's just absolutely incredible. It's been such a great season uh, you know, it's just so many surprises. I just think it's great for hockey. Uh, in the Eastern Conference, we've got uh, the Capitals at the top, 40 points, uh, Carolina, New York, Pittsburgh. Man, Pittsburgh's really hanging in there. Uh, CBJ, New, New Jersey, Philadelphia, and uh, the Islanders. Then we've got in the Atlantic Division, Florida, Toronto, uh, Tampa, Boston, Detroit, Buffalo, Ottawa, and Montreal. So uh, that's where we're at in the standings. You know, it's uh, been, a, been a great season so far. I'm really looking to see how this is going to play out with, uh, with the Olympics. And uh, we'll see you on the, uh, on the next one, guys. And that's going to drop on Friday. So thanks for listening. Take it easy. And we'll see you on the next one. This is the Tomahawk. We're out of here.